If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals achievements. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, welcome to the Hardwood Hustle. Today we've got a great topic for you. We're going to talk about you know, how to become a really good defender. And one of the things that um, – one specific element of that. But here's why it's relevant to you. You know, Really good defenders stay on the floor. Coaches trust them. And so it doesn't matter how fast, how quick you are. So if you've got those abilities, those God-given abilities, you have a, you know, probably a higher ceiling as a defender. But uh, we're going to talk to a lot of you out there that might not have all of those gifts. How do I overcome that when I'm overpowered? And uh, But before we do, just want to send a quick thanks and a shout-out to our friends at Lead'em Up and uh, PGC Basketball. If you haven't ever been, check out a session. Come to a session and join us this summer at uh, PGC Basketball. We'd love to have you at one of our sessions. But uh, today i got Graham Maxwell and Graham was my assistant coach but Graham was also a uh, player for me in college and some of you players might be able to relate to this let me just give you a little bit of background but I was recruiting Graham and uh, there's a lot of things I really liked about him I thought he saw the game really well I I thought he was a great teammate Um, I thought he could shoot it Um, there's there's he played hard those were all things I really liked about him but did have a little bit of a meek makeup. Not now, though. He's been in the weight room, trust me. Uh, but uh, he did have a little bit of a meek makeup um, as far as, like, uh, he just, you know, you were a skinnier guy, as I was in high school. Um, you had a little bit of size on you, but uh, more of a tall, lanky guy. Uh, really worried about his speed and his quick his quickness. I really my biggest fear in recruiting Graham was I don't know if he could defend at this level. I don't know if he could be a really good college basketball defender just because of strength and quickness and things like that. And um, you know Graham ended up probably being one of the best defenders we ever had here at Emmanuel College, and that's just a testament to him. But I want to talk about some of the ways that he did become one of the best defenders that we ever had. And, and one of the things that we've heard us mention before is in the game of basketball oftentimes the grand equalizer is technique you know and you did have a lot of things that helped you uh with with te- your technique was really good that really helped you become a good defender so graham let's kick it off um give me a um just a couple give me give me two things just the the two most important things that you think help you to overcome any deficiencies you had to be able to be a really good college basketball defender The first thing I think is key to, well, other than, we'll just say mindset. I think, first off, you have to have a mindset to be a really good defender. You have to want to play defense. Or are you going to give me three? No, I'm going to give you three of them. Okay, so number one is is mindset. Mindset. uh, Tell me, let's just start with that. What was your mindset as a defender? Like, how... What is the mindset you have to have to be able to overcome to be a good defender? Yeah, the mindset that I had was I did not want the person who had the basketball to score. You know, when I was guarding that person, I didn't want to let my team down. I felt extreme pressure 
when I was guarding the ball, like I don't want to let anybody down. I'm just going to do my job and knock it out of the ballpark. And then when I was off the ball, it was how can I turn, you know, whatever situation into a positive? You know, I was looking to show up in a big way. And, and I was honestly, I, I took pride in, in it's kind of played defense with like a selfish mindset. Like I wanted to be the reason the other team didn't, um, didn't score. Or I wanted to be the reason that, you know, they, they turned it over as opposed to getting something good out of it. And so I think that's where it starts is, you know, you don't want to let your team down, but you also want to just have that pride in that moment to be a good defender. And I think when you have that pride, it uh, draws out maximum effort in you. So mm-hmm. I think one of the things that you left out is, you played really hard on the defensive end, but um, I think that that was a derivative or was driven from the fact that you just you wanted to win, that you wanted to be a part of the solution, that you um, had pride. You had even a little bit of fear of letting your team down. Like all of those things, yeah. uh, all of those feelings fueled your energy and desire to be a great defender. Would you agree? I would. Yeah. yeah okay. So it starts with the right mindset. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think you're right. For players that are out there, if you're trying to get by on the defensive end, if you're trying to coast, if you're trying to catch your breath, you're behind the eight ball. You don't have a very good shot at being a good defender. So that first right. of all is that's that mindset and, and effort piece that is a non-negotiable of a good defender. All right. Let's move on. What's your second key here? I'm a firm believer that to be a really good defender, you have to have good anticipation. Um, you have to think. Uh, offensively, um, you know, on the defensive end. It's kind of what we talked about, you know, a lot within our practices and within our team. You know, I have to have this attack mindset on defense. I think the worst defenders that I've seen are the players that have the uh, the most room for growth. They're like passive defenders, people that are just trying to get by as opposed to, um, you know, enforcing or like imposing their will, you know, on the, on the offensive player. And so you're just anticipating, you know, I think that comes along with maybe it's a scouting report or also what tendencies do does the offensive player have what as i'm going through the game i'm figuring out what they do well and what they don't do well and so there i'm able to decide all right that i know they like to just rip and go right like i want to show up in a way and force them to go right because i know they're going there and i'm already going to be there to the spot to cut them off so i think you have to be uh, someone who anticipates whether you're on the ball, whatever they're going to do, and off the ball as well. So mm-hmm. anticipation, I think, is key. Yeah, I, I experienced that too. I was the all-time leading steals leader at our high school, and I think a lot of that had to do with, like I said yesterday with our players, it wasn't gambling a whole lot. But I sure as heck was trying to make a read. Mm-hmm. And my, my anticipation was driven from wanting to win. Like I was right. trying to find an edge. I was trying to find a way. Um, but you're right. Players that coast or are trying to get by or trying not to get scored on or trying, you know, like not to be seen out front. The, the players that are hiding that aren't really in the pursuit of winning on the defensive end, um, they're not going to be good at anticipating. They're, right. they're just not because that's not where their mind is. And if uh, if your mind's not, then most of the time it's like, well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna lock in and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for this play. Well, it's usually a habit. I mean, your mindset mm-hmm. became a habit for you. I think people oftentimes alluded to a guy like Larry Bird, who had a lot of steals and was a good defender in the NBA, but he was very very foot slow. Yeah. Um, but his but they always said the grand equalizer for him was his ability to anticipate um, what was coming. So. All of us as players have different skills and different gifts. Um, and for those of you that are blessed with good athletic talent, you know, I think the question a lot of times is, are you maximizing it? Right. And for those of you that don't have great athletic ability and God didn't give you all of those athletic gifts, 
anticipation is a non-negotiable. Right. Like you've got to have that. But just want to drive home the fact that if you're not thinking about being good on defense so you can help your team win, you're probably not going to be able to anticipate well. So it kind of goes back to mindset too. Right. Like, you know, and, you know, being a, a mindset that anticipates is great, but it's not going to happen for a player that doesn't have desire on the defensive end. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. So, anticipation. Now, um, you know, a couple more things. Like, I think anticipation. What does it look like? I mean, alert and aware. Right. Yeah. You know, trying to figure out what the other players doing, and 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 uh, on the other end. Okay. So let's. Uh, so first thing is the mindset. We talked real briefly on the mindset. What you got to do to have the right uh, mentality, and I think that bleeds over into anticipation. But if you have the right mindset and you anticipate, you're well on your way to being a pretty solid defender. What's the third one, Graham? The third one might be a little more complicated, but I would say the third one is you have to fail at it. Um, I, I remember coming in and you challenged me with this and I was a freshman. The only time I got playing time was whether or not I was making or missing shots. And I remember coming into the second half of my freshman year thinking, I want to play. And I want to be someone where if my if I am missing shots, the coach says, hey, even though he's missing shots, we can't take him off the floor. And so I had to figure out a way to be able to stay on the floor. And, and what I did, and, and we talked to our players about this too, what I did is every day in practice we had a – we had a point guard who's still to this day might be the top two, top three fastest guys I've ever seen. And uh, I went up against him every single day. And naturally, I just got faster. Naturally, my mind worked quicker. Naturally, I got the spots faster because I was trying to beat him there. But I failed a lot. Right? He beat me off the dribble a ton. And I had to put my pride aside. And I had to realize I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fail at this occasionally. But I know in the long run, this is going to make me a better defender. Um, so I had to I had to be willing to say I know I'm not good at this yet but I, this is going to force me to be something better than what I could be if I didn't fail at it occasionally. Um so I just think you have to guard people whether it's hey if I'm if I'm a you know a post player and I need to be a better post defender go up against the biggest the strongest the most athletic player you can and stop them. Um, but for me as a slower player, I'm not that athletic. I had to guard guys who were way faster than me if I wanted to play. And so I did that every day in practice. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's a great one. I think uh, too many times I see out there in young players like too cool or too shy. Like you don't want to get your ankles broken on the YouTube video or you don't want to make a mistake or you don't want to embarrass yourself on defense. Like you're going to fail. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you haven't been dunked on – you haven't played enough basketball. If you haven't gotten your ankles broken off, you haven't played enough basketball. Or you haven't tried hard, hard enough. enough yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you haven't failed and those things haven't happened to you, it's one of two things. Either you have not tried or you have not played enough basketball. And so that's just part of the game. It's going to happen. Um, and it, it it happens occasionally, like, in our coach pickup games. And we, you know, like, D. Herb guards me and I, uh, you know, yeah, but no, I actually have not broken many ankles in my career. But it happens to all players everywhere. So just want to summarize that real quickly. Um, so, Graham, first it starts with the mindset. Everything kind of trickles down from there. But you got to have the right mindset. And listen, this isn't the only way to skin the cat. There's a lot of things, a lot of opportunities. But if you don't have the right mindset, you're probably not skinning any cat. So right. you got to figure out what is the right mindset that i got to have. And then the second is the anticipation, like going to uh, the court and being locked in and anticipating. Um, and we use a quote all the time. I've shared with you on the Hardwood Hustle before, but the strong take from the weak 
and the smart take from the strong. So a defender that might have all of the ability in the world that doesn't use their brain is just going to be a middle-of-the-road defender. And somebody who is not that athletically gifted but can use their brain can take from somebody who's faster, stronger on that end if they will use their brain and they will anticipate and think in terms of those, uh, in terms of, uh, of, of finding ways to win and to be smarter than the other uh, player. And the third one is that you've, you've got to fail. I love this one. Players, just take stock right now. How many of you ask every day, to guard the best offensive player in the gym. I bet most people aren't, or most people aren't even thinking about that. You know, if you went to your coach and said, Coach, is there any chance, I know I play the four, but is there any chance for me to guard the two in practice today because I want to become a better defender? You know, I don't know, if you got a game tomorrow, your coach may not be about that. You might be trying to do something, but you're early in the season. You're in the summer. You're in training workouts, whatever. Hey, you know, I'm a post player. Can I go with the guards uh, some one-on-one this summer so that I can become a better defender against those quicker guys? I mean, think, think about taking on the challenge. Think about trying to find the toughest matchup, not being afraid to fail. Um, and, Graham, thanks for joining us today because you did do all of those things. You, you brought all three of those tables and many more things to the table of the players. If you'll start right there with those three things, hey, go out there, get the right mindset today, go out on the court, and uh, don't be afraid to fail and challenge somebody. And uh, either on that weak side or when you're in that one-on-one situation, make sure that you're anticipating. So, players, hope this helped. Um, I hope you hope you can take some of this and apply it to your game. Uh, coaches play players they trust, and coaches love to trust players that defend. So, be one of those players. Till next time, we're out.